to the Monster Cave. I am John, your host, and thank you for watching the second edition slash episode of the Monster Cave. Uh, before I forget, uh, if you are into the monster movies like I am, uh, the 30s, 40s, 50s, uh, and you like sci-fi, or you have collectibles like posters or stuff that you might want to show, I would love to have you as a guest on my show. And with that, let's get started with, uh, well, I guess what we're going to say is, oh boy, we got a heck of a show for you guys tonight. Oh yeah, we got bloodthirsty vampires, we got killer bears, we got magazines, we got games. And who knows what else is going to like creep on into this uh, cave. Uh, anyway, uh, tonight I'm going to be reviewing two of my favorite horror movies. And I'm going to be showing you clips of those as well. The first one is the 1960 hammer horror classic, The Brides of Dracula. Uh, it stars uh, Peter Cushing as Dr. Van Helsing, Yvonne Manlar as Marianne Danielle, uh, Frida Jackson as Greta, Martita Hunt as the Baroness uh, Meinster, and David Peel as Baron Meinster. So I'd like to show you a, uh, the poster for this uh, movie, uh, which you're seeing right there. It's a, a Mexican poster, international po uh, poster of it, uh, but I just want to show you that. Uh, well, let me tell you a little about the movie. Uh, Marianne Danielle is a school teacher on her way to Batstein for the School of Girls. Well, long story short, is uh, she ends up at the cast Castle uh, Meister, and uh, she meets Baron Meister, who is shackled in chains by his mom. Well, being a, a girl that has fall, just fallen in love with uh, some guy she just met, she decides to release him and unleashes the horrors of the undead on the populace. But Dr. Van Helsing is on his way. <laughs> this, movie is, this movie is a sequel to the 1958 uh, movie uh, Horror Dracula. And it was, this movie was also directed by Terrence Fisher, who directed a lot of the Hammer movies. I mean, he directed uh, The Curse of Frankenstein. He, he directed The Revenge of Frankenstein, The Horror Dracula, uh, The Mummy. Uh, the Bride's Dracula, which uh, I'm going to show you a trailer to in a little bit. Uh, but yeah, he's a very prolific uh, director. So with that, uh, I just want to show you the trailer right now. So let's watch.
All right. So uh, I want to give you a little backstory of the, uh, the uh, history of the Brides of Dracula. It was originally going to be called The Revenge of uh, Dracula with uh, Christopher Lee. But Christopher Lee didn't want to be typecast. He had a fear of being typecast like Bela Lugosi did. So they scrapped The Revenge of Dra Dracula and they came up with a new uh, screenplay called uh, The Disciple of Dracula, which, well, you know, it's uh, had a Baron Meister in it, but they wanted to bring Christopher Lee in for a little bit part of it, but he wasn't having any of that. So they scrapped that idea as well, and now you see, this is the final product, of, uh, which is The Brides of Dracula. Um, now, I'm going to introduce you to a pal of mine. His name is uh, Dr. Van Helsing. We went to the same school together, and uh, well, we both, uh, we don't like vampires very much. And I have an old, I have an old saying, the only good vampire is a dead vampire. <laughs> forget the Anne Rice novels, forget uh, true, true Blood, forget Twilight. Vampires are the evil creatures of the night that just want to suck your blood and make you their own. Oh, and before I forget, before I, forget uh, I want to show you a book. Uh, you got this, Rance? Okay. All right. Um, this book... <laughs> Uh, everything you need to know about vampires and how to kill them by R.M. Havenshamberger. Uh, <laughs> this tells you uh, the species of vampire that you might be, uh, come up across um, and how to destroy that uh, species of vampire. Uh, it shows you uh, uh, different um, ways of uh, fending off these vampires and, well, I think you should read it. Uh, it comes in binder form. So it's not a book, but uh, it's a very, very good reading. So I recommend it. <laughs> and also, uh, you uh, need to have your own uh, vampire kit. Um, I think uh, it's the emergency vampire kit. I think everyone should have one. I think everyone should have at least three of these in their house, especially in their bedrooms, because you know how those, uh, those evil beans from never, uh, everlasting hellfire like to uh, crawl into the window and bite your neck. So, uh, and you know what? Your family deserves to be safe. All right, with that. <laughs> okay, um, so uh, this clip is going to be uh, where Dr. Van Helsing uh, uh, goes into the, Baron, or the uh, Castle Meinster to uh, look for Baron Meister, and he actually uh, comes across the Baroness Meister. And I'm gonna kind of give you a little show here, but uh, this is kind of what the clip's gonna show you. Okay, high voice, I'm Baroness Meister, low voice, Dr. Van Helsing. Who is that that is not afraid? Only God has no fear. Why have you come here to find your son? Then you know who I am. I know who you were. Hope you got that. So anyway, uh, I'm gonna show you a clip of that, and uh, let's watch. that is not afraid. Only God has no fear. Why have you come here? To find your son. Then you know who I am. I know who you were. Oh. 
All right, well, uh, great scene. I love that scene. I mean, Peter Cushing was made for that role of Dr. Van Helsing. I mean, kind of swashbuckler in a way. I mean, just, you know, he's throwing the, the cross get th uh, across the table. And I mean, it's just awesome stuff. So this next clip I'm gonna show you um, is uh, Van Helsing is uh, gonna stake the Baroness Meister. Now, when we were in school, uh, you know, Van Helsing, it took him like three to five times to actually like drive that stake home. But now all he has to do is just do it in just one shot. So let's watch a pro work. So lastly, I just want to talk about uh, some more trivia facts. Now, I know a lot of people, when they see the title of The Brides of Dracula, they think, well, Dracula's in it. Well, no, not necessarily. He is not in the movie. But why is it called The Brides of Dracula? Well, if you watch the movie, Greta uh, actually talks to the dead uh, Baroness Meister about how they used to have parties at the castle, and some people would show up to the castle for their debauchery parties or whatever. Um, and then one of them actually took him, the Baron Meister, and made him what he is now. So it was a bride of Dracula that came to the castle, hence the title, The Brides of Dracula. So with that, um, oh, one other thing too, is that chain that's on the Baron Meister. Everyone complains about, well, if he can turn into a bat, how can he, uh, why doesn't he just fly out of the chain? Well, the, the chain or the shackles, they're made of silver. And we all know how vampires don't like silver. Anyway, uh, that's it. So I'm going to give this movie five stars, five monster face stars, because the cinematography, uh, cinematography the acting, the, uh, the music, the music in it. I, I love the music in it. Um, so it's, I, I, I rate it, you know, I give it a thumbs up. So with that, uh, Check it out. It's, it's rated G, so kids can watch it. All right. When I was a kid, um, I used to go to the Marshall Library, which was 10, 15 minutes away from my hometown. And my mother, sometimes on weekends, would drive me to the Marshall Libraries and drop me off there so I could, you know, read some books. 
And you know me, I was always on the outlook for any uh, monster movie book I could find. And I actually came across this one. Uh, it's called The Scars of Dracula. Awesome, sweet. And that picture right there is actually from the movie uh, House of Dark Shadows with Jonathan, Jonathan Tritt. Okay. Uh, all right, so... Um, I took this, this book out uh, a, a lot of times uh, when I go to the library, um, but I just have to say right now, parents, a word of warning. This book contains nudity, and uh, I'm actually surprised they would loan this out to me. I, I was probably 10, 11, 12 years old when I first found this book. Now, I didn't get the book because of the nudity. I got it because of the pictures of the, the vampires and stuff in it. So, um, and I I could, but anyway, um, I, I used to hide this in my desk drawer because if my mom found it and looked through it, I'd have been in trouble. But hey, for a kid who's 10, 11, 12 years, 12 years old, he finds something like this. Holy crap! I'm just saying. Um, and I turned out, you know, look at me, I turned out okay. <laughs> no, I'm fine, I'm normal, I'm normal. So anyway. If you decide to check it out, check it out. It's a really uh, informational book. So, thank you. Also, when I was growing up, uh, I lived in a small town of 1,400 people. And uh, I used to go to the, the, the drugstore, which I think was called Schwartz back in the day. And um, I used to go around and look for uh, you know, monster movie magazines. But in a town like that, it was very rare to find a magazine that was about monsters. But every once in a while, at a rare occasion, I would find it. And boy, that was like a finding the holy grail. And uh, this one is actually uh, Monsters of the Movies. And uh, it's a uh, super sister werewolf issue. It's got Lon Chaney Jr., Paul Nashi. Um, it even talks about uh, Michael Landon and uh, you know, a lot of other werewolf movies. But if I found something like this back in the day, oh man, I was throwing down the money like no tomorrow. It's uh, from Coleco, it's from 1979. They brought out these games. Uh, this is number 22. Uh, they had sports, they had uh, different uh, games that you could play, but this one is the one that my mom bought me back uh, in 1984, I believe. And I played it a lot. I, I couldn't get enough of it. It's all trivia questions. Um, I used to have my friends come over and play it, but uh, they didn't know anything about monsters. Uh, they asked me, hey, John, do you have the sports edition? I said, sports? What are you talking about? I don't do sports. So uh, I wanted to give you an example of this, and I'm going to have my good friend, uh, Rance McGrew, come on and do an example. So with that, Rance McGrew! Yeah! Can I, can I have you come over for a second? Alrighty, let's see. So, uh, hi. Hi, Rance. Yeah. Thank you, hi. thank you for uh, coming okay. on. Thank you for, the, right. for the work. Uh, it's, a, it's a board, so we could have gotten on close up, but okay. It's got, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and then it gives you, like, the answers A, B, C, or D. And then hit the answer, and it will either tell you if you got it right or wrong. Wow. So, so yeah. So I think it does. <laughs> I want to test your knowledge 
on the horror genre. I can't so. wait to hear your questions. Already. I've been we're so, studying. We're st so. <laughs> so with that, uh, I'm just going to throw a question out at you. A couple right. questions. Uh, let's see here. Ooh. All right, let's do the answers here. Okay. Let's do some uh, let's do some questions for you. All righty. And I, these are going to be way too easy for you. Heck, I mean, come on. All right, so let's do question 156. So what you do is you type it in. Okay. Or actually, let's do, let's do it. Clear first. 156. And I'm going to give him four uh, answers, and he has to guess which one. So the first one is uh, Blank played Dr. Frankenstein in The Ghost of Frankenstein. Who was it who played Dr. Frankenstein? Was it A, Sir Cedric Hardwick? Was it B, Basil Rathbone? Was it C, Vincent Price, or was it D, Warren Olin? That's easy. Of course, it was Sir Cedric Hardwick. Let's, and that would be A. Let's Did I get it right? Let's see if I know. You got it right, sir. Oh, wow. Good Thank job. you. Good job. Thank oh, you. Yep. So, uh, so, anyway, Rance. Frank has red hair. Thank you again for doing an example. Oh, and uh, anyway, his, his show, Send in the Clones. Send in the Clones. Check it out. It's awesome. It's cheesy goodness. That's right. All right. And so is the Monster Cave. Thank you, Rance. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, we're going to do another movie review. It's uh, the uh, 1976 Nature Runs Amok movie called Grizzly, starring Christopher George. Andrew Prine and Richard Jekyll. Uh, now, I'm going to show you the movie poster. <laughs> All right, uh, this is the 1976 movie uh, Grizzly, and uh, I just want to show it to you. I didn't have a big enough frame for it, so we had to, you know, take it on this uh, wall here. Uh, but there's one thing I wanted to show you: is I know a lot of people, you know, hate spoilers when they see a movie and start talking about it, they said, no, don't spoil the movie for me, don't spoil it. Well, just a word of warning that if you see this poster, right here, Marianne Hearn is the first victim. Spoiler alert, I mean, that's, I think, the first time I've seen a spoiler back that long ago. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, so you know that she's going to be the first one who's going to get uh, attacked by the, the, the bear, the killer grizzly. So anyway, I just wanted to show you this. I gotta use this more often. This is kind of cool. <clears throat> so um, we're gonna show you a trailer for Grizzly, uh, and you're gonna watch it right now. So let's watch.
right, so anyway, that was the, uh, the trailer to the movie uh, Grizzly. Um, now, it was directed by William Girdler, and uh, it's about a uh, killer grizzly bear that's uh, terror terrorizing a, uh, a Georgia forest. <coughs> and uh, Christopher George plays Michael Kelly, uh, who is a park ranger. And uh, let's see, Andrew Prine uh, stars as Don Stover, the helicopter pilot. And Richard Jekyll uh, plays naturalist Arthur Scott. So uh, anyway, this movie is pretty much, it's a, it's a ripoff of Jaws from 1975. You know, everyone jumped on the bandwagon once Jaws came out. And there's, the similarities to both movies, are, they're, they're so close. I mean, you have Christopher George, who plays a park ranger, uh, also kind of Chief Brody. Uh, <clears throat> Richard Jekyll plays naturalist Arthur Scott, who you could pretty much say that's um, Richard Dreyfuss, uh, who plays Matt Hooper. And then you have some, you have, uh, you know, uh, Andrew Prine stars as, as Don Stover, the, the helicopter pilot, but the only similarity that he has with Quint, played by uh, Robert Shaw and Jaws, is uh, Stover tells a story about um, an, an Indian tribe that uh, is attacked by a herd of grizzly bears. And so uh, that's the only similarity there. But if they're so close, it's, it's not even funny. But I love grizzly. I, I love the movie Grizzly. Uh, some of the uh, aerial shots when they're flying in the helicopter is really cool. Um, so anyway, with that, uh, also, I want to uh, throw out some things here. When this movie came out back in 1976, it was like the biggest independent movie made until two years later, uh, Halloween by John Carpenter came out. So from two, two years on, I mean, it did really, really well. Um, uh, also, oh, Clint Walker was supposed to be, uh, was supposed to be uh, playing um, Michael, uh, uh, Michael Kelly, the park ranger, but he decided to do uh, Snow Beast with, with Bo Svensson instead, which is a TV movie, which I'll, I'll talk about that movie later. I don't want to go off or anything, but... Uh, all right, so I want, I want to show you a clip, and this is classic cheese. This is awesome. This is uh, where Michael Kelly and Don Stober first meet Richard Jekyll in the forest. And uh, they ask about, you know, hey, what, 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 what happened when you found that big brown? And Richard Jekyll's character says, it ain't a big brown. It's a grizzly. So let's check it out. Let's watch. doing up here? Trying to find your bear. Well, you're supposed to be down at camp. Kittredge has been all over me. You better tell that man that that bear is not one of ours. Are you sure? Positive. Well, you still should have come on down. Why? I can do better on my own. You almost got your tail shot off. <laughs> almost. Well, if you ain't a big bag of grits, what the hell have you done if you'd caught that big brown? It isn't a big brown. It's a grizzly. Grizzly? Hmm? There ain't no grizzlies up here. I used to hunt these woods for years. It can't be a grizzly. Come on, Scotty. They were killed off years ago. Big bounty on them, remember? This one survived. I, I'm telling you, it can't be. I'm telling you, we got a grizzly and then some. Guys, I'm a little bush. Can I hitch a ride back with you? Yeah, come on. You know that the average grizzly, he's about uh, seven feet tall. Some of them shorter. Uh -huh. This one here is at least 
15 feet. Oh, no. Maybe in Alaska, just maybe, but not down here. Right here. I just checked the claw marks on a tree. Now well, that means he's established his territory. The whole damn forest? What you're talking about is unreal. Wait, I got a little more. According to the depth of his paw prints, he weighs over 2,000 pounds. Hmm? Boys, want a bite? <laughs> Look, Scotty, you may be some kind of authority on all this, but what you're talking about is science fiction, is a fairy tale. Science, yeah. Fiction, no. See, the only known grizzlies that large were called Arctodus ursus horribilis. Oh. And they were the mightiest carnivores in the Pleistocene era. Now, well, when was that? About a million years ago. Oh, he's a mere baby, then. Well, he was a hardy ancestor that managed to hang in there. What in the hell's a million-year-old grizzly doing here? He's looking for food. See, they're strictly carnivores, those things. They sure do love meat. Well, in that case, let's get the hell out of here. Good enough. Yes, isn't that, that's an awesome clip. I mean, the three of those guys together, classic cheesiness. I mean, it's, it's awesome. I, you know, having those three guys in the, in the movie together is, it's what makes it worth watching. Um, anyway, I want to throw out a little bit more piece of trivia, one more thing. Uh, Harvey Flaxman, who wrote uh, the screenplay and actually plays a part of a reporter in the movie, uh, he came up with the idea because when he was out in the forest, uh, he was confronted by a grizzly bear. And that gave him the idea of uh, the movie Grizzly. So, with that, um, this movie I'm going to give five monster faces as well because this, I love this movie. It's, I can't go on. Cinematography, acting, oh, acting's cheesy. I mean, come on. But uh, it's really fun to watch. And uh, it's, rated, it's rated PG, but eh, for a movie back then, I'm surprised it wasn't rated R because, I mean, it's, it's kind of violent in some sections, so. Just so your parents know, and I don't get in trouble for your kids watching this stuff. Anyway, with that, um, I'm coming close or coming to the end of the show, and uh, I just want to say, you know, thank you again to Rance and uh, Richard for helping me out. You guys are, you know, always there for me when I need you, and you know, uh, I try to do the same thing uh, with being on your shows. Uh, I want to thank CCX Media for allowing me to continue to do this. You guys are, you guys are awesome. I want to do a shout out to uh, Video Universe, which is over in Robbinsdale. If you like, uh, like the old horror movies, they have them on VHS tape. I mean, they even have them on DVD, but they have them on VHS tape, which is very cool. So anyway, uh, I want to thank my parents, uh, my family and friends, and I want to thank my daughter. She watched my, my last uh, show and she thought it was great. But, um, so anyway, oh, and just before I forget, before I forget, check it out, check it out. You gotta get this. Not really. It's fake. It's not real. But everything you need to know about vampires and how to kill them by R.M. Havenshamburger. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, um, thank you again for watching. Let me do that again. Thank you again for watching. Uh, I hope you enjoy the show as, as much as I love doing it. So, uh, anyway, um, I hope you guys have a good evening and remember. Um, oh, and remember this, if it's, if it's not a horror movie, and it's not a sci-fi movie, is it really a movie? Right, Rance? No! So, thank you for watching, and have yourself a good evening. We'll talk to you later.